Hello, hello, hello. We're back again. It's the team. Raps on TV. Reporting straight out of London. Big weekend coming up. Exciting boxing news to talk, to, to discuss. Um, I'm here with the panellists, my co-host, Inam and Tom. Inam, you want to say a quick hello? Yeah, good talk, everyone. Hi, uh, guys. Thanks for having me on again. And uh, just a bit of exposure here. Tom's about doing his weight lo- uh, losing classes. So he ran from Warren Street all the way to Piccadilly Circus. So, uh, yeah, good to have him man here. Man looks hot. Man looks hot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, listen, we're going to dive straight into the topic list for today. Um, the big one, obviously, AJ versus Takam. Uh, the Frenchman steps in for Pulev uh, for the World Heavyweight Clashes that we're looking forward to seeing. Uh, we're going to also discuss the Joy Joes, MVP and Hutchinson making their debuts for the Ringstar team. Going to give you a bit of analysis on how that event went. Uh, Burnup versus Zakanayov. Also talking about uh, that defence and that title uh, fight. Um, yeah, uh, we're also going to be uh, reviewing the Box Nation card f- uh, featuring uh, Warrington, uh, White Hellenius and all the other boxing news. So just want to say thanks again to everyone that's getting involved with us. Uh, we're supposed to be joined by Frankie and uh, Pascal, full slash Mike, from Pep Talk. But unfortunately, uh, due to some emergency, they could not make it. Call the show on 01506 243 403. Send a tweet out. You know, get your friends involved, get other fans involved. And yeah, just want to just want to hear from the boxing fans what you've got to say. Exactly. Tom? Yeah, so you want to tell us, so we want you to keep subscribing, get our YouTube viewerships up. So any videos we're uploading, make sure you're listening to them and keep downloading onto iTunes. Um, so this week, we're going to get straight into the big topic at hand. Um, the man that n- is known as Femi by others, <laughs> Dillian White, uh, namely one. Um, uh, the cash cow of the division in terms of the heavyweight. Not only that, Matchroom's cash cow, um, AJ Anthony Joshua versus Carlos Takam, which takes place this Saturday in Cardiff. Guys, um, I think it's fair to say, um, and forgive me for, for taking some of these lines here, but I think it's fair to say Carlos Takam, a couple of weeks ago, phoned up his missus and said, listen, baby, it's time to bring out the red panties, man. We've hit the jackpot because yeah. clearly AJ's in cool. two weeks' na- notice, he's got, cool. he's got the call. And he's getting four million pounds, four million pounds, which is his 25% of the purse, which they're saying. Um, I mean, in terms of this fight, um, bit of a surprise. Um, but how do you, either of you rate Takam as, a, as an opponent for, for Anthony Joshua? Um, I, I, I don't particularly rate him. Okay. Uh, reason being is uh, if you look for his record, you see, every time he stepped up, he's lost. Uh-huh. He's being knocked out by Povetkin. Yeah, he's like six foot three. Yeah, <coughs> now he's fighting Joshua. He's, he's a monster. Yeah, he's a he's a small guy. Mm-hmm. He's not six foot. Yeah, right. Which should be quite interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be. We're gonna talk about that change of strategy, uh-huh. etc. But you know, there's a to me. It seems like I didn't see like kind of what was his weight size. You know, um, actually, good question. I don't know, but I think that's gonna play sad. quite a bit. I mean, I don't know if you want to just have a quick look. Do you Google checks his size size differences, you know, but I'm not overly impressed. That's the first thing. The other thing is, you know, the guys only had two to three weeks notice. Mm. Um, and although he's been training for apparently another card in Monaco, who's going to be fighting next week, so he would have been training anyway. Yeah, but even still. But no, even so still, man, you know, yeah. not really impre- I'm not really impressed. I mean, he yet. didn't have an, an opponent that's named for this card in Monaco, number yeah. one, from what I understand. Yeah. Number two, we're talking about Anthony Joshua, so you need a full camp yeah i don't for care who you are like this, yeah. for an opportunity like this so i think it's fair and um tom um, what, do you, what, what would you say about takam i think i him? agree with you guys i think that you know he's not on the same level probably on a worse level than pulev as well mm. but on the notice i do think that it's probably about the best you know opponent you could get lots of people were saying about dillian white and stuff mm. but i think that was so short amount of time to go takam is realistically the best person they could have got in because they're not going to use up a you know on two weeks notice they're not going to do a huge fight like white or someone like mm. that so you know he's be, he's been he's a very durable opponent i mm-hmm. think he'll give joshua some rounds yeah. probably more than pulev yeah so i don't see I, i'm not complaining as a fan myself okay like what the point i want to sort of link to that is should this have been a pay-per-view then once the pulev fight was known the once the injury was known i would say no um I think it's a weird one in terms of do I rate Takam? It's hard to rate him um, apart from the IBF rankings, which, let's be honest, mm. are kind of wishy-washy if you look back, if you look through the top 20, to be fair. Um, I would say there's nothing about him that I'm looking at him and saying, you know, he's going to really cause Joshua troubles. On that point, you're right. Should it have been a pay-per-view? Should the fight have been called off? I don't know. Um, we mentioned the name Dillian White. I'm sure we're going to get into that name and his fight throughout the, the course of the evening, but... 
I mean, would that not have been a better better opponent, Dillian White? Um, it would have been, but I think I think I think it's all like links into promotion, isn't it? And mm. build up, like mm. you know, we've covered this before. Like for a Dillian White fight, that's a big UK fight. Mm. You know, they probably want to build the up. They want to get the press conference. They want to get Dillian White mouthing off to Joshua, mm-hmm. and that takes time. Mm. You know, they could have got like a Jarrell Miller, for example. But again, that guy's a big mouth. See. You know, it's the promotion. You know, yeah. yeah. And and uh, you are right, but sometimes I think. But if I just finish my point, yeah, Yeah. you know, but that's all that links into what I was saying about the pay per view, Mm. right? You know, if you didn't get a white fight like white and etc. because you didn't have the time to build it up, yeah, likewise, you're going the completely opposite way, you're not promoting it, it's nice, shouldn't be as expensive, yeah. So, why are people paying 20 pounds for it? Exactly, see, I think, I think that Joshua is a pay per view star in his own right. I think when you look at the pay per view model in like America and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know. It's kind of to an extent the opponent doesn't always matter. That if they're a pay per view star, they are a pay per view star. Yeah. And Joshua is that one pay per view star in the UK. So I think whatever happens, you know, it's always going to be a pay per view fight. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I, I can see why it would be like that because you know he is the, he is that one boxer who people buy into whether they're a fan of the sport. Even people who hate the sport will mm. buy into Joshua. So. And I think that's that's a fair point. Um, I guess when you think about Joshua. And what he's trying to represent, um, the whole stay humble, stay hungry mentality. I think it would have been a good opportunity to give something to the fans. I would say this, though, you know, in terms of a Dylan White and Anthony Joshua fight, I don't think it needs any build-up. The minute we all know that fight is is made, we're all going to watch it. We don't even need to see the gloves are off or anything like that. The press conference, we're going to watch it. And I'm... I'm getting a bit sick and tired of not just like the match room promoters in general saying we need to build it, we need to build it. Listen, if it's a big fight, it can get made and it sh- there shouldn't be that many stumbling blocks. If we're talking about drugs and things like that, testing, then that's a different story. But if we're talking about two people from a business point of view, um, I think the fight should, should be made. But I mean, look, we're, we're going to go off track. So in terms of uh, uh, AJ and his strategy, having to change his strategy from Takam to Pulev, what would you guys think? Um, I, th- I think clearly he's going to have to change his uh, tactics. Um, there's, uh, I mean, it's clearly going to have to change his tactics and his strategy. You know, you got <coughs> Pulev is probably what six foot four, six foot five. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fights with the back of his jab, mm-hmm. same kind of length as Joshua, yeah. right? Um, then you have got Takam, who's like five foot twelve or whatever it is, mm. much shorter than AJ. Yeah. You know, he's going to be throwing body punches, and uh, you know. Overhand right, overhand left. So yeah, it's a comp- going to be punching six, down, isn't he, the so, whole time? So they say um, he is a come forward fighter. Mm. I mean, box rate. I was just looking at box rate. It's a six one, but you can't always truck box rate. To be fair, um, but it, he's definitely he seems like a come forward fighter. I'll say this though, and this is what the, 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 for me. It's always the caveat with. It's wrong tactic with Joshua, though, right? Come yeah, forward, I man. D- you're small. <laughs> you want to come forward with Joshua? I, I agree. You know what? You I know? just want to be. You, what? I, I'm going to be honest. All I want to see is him be able to I think for Joshua we need to see an impressive performance I don't want to see any clinching no need to sit on the ropes mm. you know lots of active be be an active fighter get the punches in you don't need to be thinking about worrying about your range you've got the reach on this guy don't just be a jab 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 throughout the whole fight I mean you show some intelligence yes but I think from AJ's point of view um, he, should, he has to change his tactics but I don't think that much I don't think it's that difficult Takam weighed 240 pounds, it says, when he fought Parker. Yeah. So, yeah, he looks y- yeah, and you'd imagine that he's going to be in worse shape than for that fight. So, what? Yeah, that's just, yeah, I mean, I saw a picture of him through the Sky Sports, and he looked in decent shape, but mm. I have seen the Povetkin fight, and he looked flabby going into that fight. So, I mean, is it going to make a difference? It, you know, for, in terms yeah, of flabbiness, it's not. about stamina, but mm. it is about the stamina. So, He's going to need I mean, the kind of commentary through. I've seen, you know, like, uh, Tekam is usually good, and the kind of stuff I've seen is usually good for, like, two or three, three or four rounds. Yeah, I can't see it being After that, that, it's over, mate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like... It's only going one way, right? Yeah, I mean, if he's going to last, he's going to last one or two rounds, and then it's a point of KO. He might last... Though he went long... I mean, how long did he go with Povetkin? I think he went... You know, yeah, he went quite long. That was a good fight, to be fair. Yeah, but Povetkin again, different fight from Joshua, mate. Joshua is a killer. It's the same with Parker because he pushed Parker quite close Uh, as well, but it's it's, it's a different level, isn't it? I I I think four or five, mate. I think four or five rounds. I think knockout by four or five. Do you know the only other thing, and it's not like in terms of a shadow of doubt, what I do think will happen in this fight is because there's a bit of uproar of the opponent last minute, you know, with pure boxing fans, hmm. will they make it a bit of a spectacle? Really, Joshua should be able to go in there and blow this guy away. I think yeah. as soon as yeah. he starts landing shots on him, 
he's going to think, fuck's sake, like, I've been hit by a truck. Yeah. But will Joshua want to play around and make it go one, two, three, maybe four, five, six rounds to let people show that actually this was a tough competitive fight and he's learned something? Yeah, yeah I, think, think? I think it'll go a few rounds. I think, you know, I'm not giving Takam any chance, but I do think that Joshua's biggest weakness probably is his stamina, but only if the fight's forced to play out not at his own pace. And mm. I think with Takam, you know, even if he does come out strong early on, he's not going to be able to force Joshua to fight a different way to how he wants to fight. Like we yeah. saw in the Brazil fight, yeah. he went a lot around there, but it was at his own pace and he was perfectly comfortable. So yeah. I can't see any way that Takam can trouble Joshua, to yeah, be honest. I agree. I mean, yeah, the other thing I was going to say is, um, you know, like if you've got someone like Klitschko, um, the whole, Klitschko's whole thing was AJ's not experienced enough. Mm. And if you couldn't sort of like expose Joshua, if mm, Klitschko yeah. goes, where's the camera? You know, yeah, exactly. and he's old as well. But that's—I mean—it's a good point because I think there's one thing to be able to expose Joshua. I think you also need youth and energy on your side as well. And Takam is not going to have that because he's 36 years of age. So yeah. he's clearly going to be the sort of slow-paced f- f- uh, fighter and just following Joshua. So I think for me, this fight is all about seeing Joshua show some skills, show us why you want to put off this wild of fight and I'm sure, I know I'm going to get into that <laughs> later on but for me I think we need to see a lot from I'm I'm a, I'm a Joshua fan I tipped him to beat Klitschko you know but also I want to see him fight and I think he can fight the best and he should be doing that and I think we need to show some he has to show skills today or this weekend okay um what well, so I suppose we sort of answer the next kind of question what chances are there of causing an upset I think we've answered that it's a big it? right I mean mm. the, the only yeah. chance he's got is landing a big right mm. and capitalising on it I think in Joshua's biggest fights I think it's fair to say we've seen if he gets rocked he is vulnerable yeah he definitely is vulnerable against right? the right character isn't he yeah or, or if you land that punch and you follow it up with you've got the right energy because even when White landed that punch if I remember correctly he didn't have the energy to sustain the attack. Yeah. Klitschko was the same. So I think. But White knew he had him hurt, and White was going for. <coughs> he just, you know, he almost, you know, he got the rush of blood, yeah, and exactly. he went for. He was like, "Oh my God, it's happened." Yeah, that was uh, real windmill. That was, you know, that was touch and go for Joshua there. Mm. I think. In those, uh, yeah, that yeah, in that second round, round I think that was yeah, touch yeah. and go for him. He looked a bit stunned that all that happened to be yeah, honest. And, and so he definitely is vulnerable. And I, mean, I, and I think that's it. I think that's the only chance I think I'd give to him. Yeah. I mean, he's got a 70% KO, KO ratio, right? But then Here he's gone the distance with people like Tony Thompson, you know. Um, he's not going to have people like Michael Sprott. Yeah, I mean, but that's standard. You know, You've this is like different that. levels, mate. Yeah. You know, I mean, so for me, and it's like you said, uh, if you look at it, he's fought Povetkin, and he's fought Parker and he's come up short. And I think, yeah. really, yeah. those are the two names if you really wanted to be classed as an elite. Yeah. You must challenge those games. Oh, guys, I mean, granted, they were tough fights, but... I think he didn't do enough to really make yeah. you question where the decision was going. Even in the Parker fight, there were times he was Parker was being sloppy in terms of uh, defence. Um, if I remember, Takam was landing some good right hands. Um, in fact, he landed quite well with the jab, if I remember correctly. But it wasn't enough. It never really wobbled Parker. So, um, for me, I think that's going to be the interesting thing. So, listen, let's, uh, let's get out to the lines, um, open up the phone, see what the, see what the boxing fans have to say. Uh, so, we're going out to 348. Three four eight. The phone is all yours. Well, the line is yours. Sorry. Hello. Hello. It's uh, Tom Lines. How are you doing, Tom? You out? Yeah, not too bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, we're good, man. We're good. We're... How's 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 boxing going in uh, in uni? Yeah, it's seen... going really well, mate. I've been yeah, seeing you on the on the Instagram. Yeah, we've uh, been getting good turnout uh, every week, so it's encouraging. Good, good, yeah. good. What's on your mind, mate? Yeah, just um, to sort of reiterate what you guys were saying about uh, Takam as an opponent, um, I don't know whether he's going to cause Joshua major problems. I think he's obviously a slightly smaller um, dimension to Pulev. He comes in quite low. He uh, lets his hands go. Um, Whether or not Joshua's going to look to get him out of there impressively or be sort of more cautious, um, I'm not too sure, but I think I can't really see it lasting too long but then again Joshua could be looking to sort of um showcase his skills and just make it an exhibition really what would what do you want to see from Joshua if you had to make a demand in terms of the style of fight you want to see uh, against Takam how how, how how would you insist he approach this fight well I mean we've seen Joshua get engaged 
into he's not afraid to have him uh, tear up. And I think if um, Chakam's going to force um, pressure towards Joshua, I think he just needs to get behind his jab and just use sort of his basic skills to get around uh, Takam, get into range and just um, land that overhand right, really. Okay. He, can make it quite, he can make it as simple as he can as long as he doesn't sort of engage um, into having a war with Takam. He can just spot sensibly and get him out of there. Is it? Go on, go on, go on. How do you compare Takam to Pulev as an opponent? Do you think that he's much lower level or do you think that they're on a relatively level playing field? Well, I mean, Pulev is probably a stronger opponent in terms of he's tough. Um, but I think in terms of being able to force uh, aggression and trying to unsettle Joshua, I think Takam is probably slightly more aggressive and Pulev being sort of quite a static fighter who's, you know, he's he's not afraid to take, uh, take a punch, but still quite robotic, so... I mean, I think Takam is going to take Joshua a few rounds. But in terms of hurting Joshua or causing any um, unease for him, I don't think. So what's your prediction, Tom? What's the prediction? Um, I think, personally, Joshua will get him out there for 4-7, maybe, between 5 and 7. I don't think it's going to be a complete um, last out, because I think if he does... um, revert to his just boxing and, you know, taking his time, but rushing into things. Um, yeah, he can get him out of there at any time, really. So. Okay. Nice. All right. No, thank you very much, Tom. Appreciate all the support. So good luck uh, for the, for, with yeah. all your competitions and um, enjoy the fight this weekend. Take it easy. Thanks for calling. Cheers, mate. Cheers, thanks. thanks. So we're going out to 488. 488. The floor is yours. Bonjour. Hi, fellas. How's it going? It's uh, Dave Johal at Punch Out Boxing. How you doing, Dave? You well? Dave, it do, mate. Yeah, how you doing, Dave? Yeah, good, good guys. Good. How, um, how was the drive back to... after after Friday? Oh, mate, I got home at half past four. I was absolutely <laughs> destroyed. I had to stop on the way for sweets to keep me up. Jesus. Um, Definitely a hard call. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. Dedication. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was home in about 20 minutes, yeah, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty minutes it took me to get yeah, home. Yeah, don't, don't show off, guys. Yeah. But yeah, I was going to say, we need more champions in the Midlands. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, we've only got Cal Yafai over here, got, and, and he's fighting <laughs> in Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you watch when you bring the uh, a decent opponent level down to uh, to Birmingham. You guys will be all over it, mate. Oh uh, yeah, now we, um, yeah, we will. But yeah, break, breakdown of uh, Joshua Takam. I think Joshua's got this in uh, in about four rounds. To be fair, I can't see Takam causing him. Many problems. Every time Takam has been, a, you know, uh, up against anyone half decent, he comes up short, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, Parker, um, Povetkin. I know what you said earlier. Yes, he was on illegal substances, but this is probably one of the best heavyweights we've had in the last, you know, five or six years. He's going to get absolutely slaughtered. Mm. To be fair, I can't see him causing any problems. Can, I mean, can you honestly see him causing any problems? I mean, look, he's made it 11, 11 rounds with Povetkin, and he went the full distance with Parker, right? So, to be honest, if Joshua does do him early, that's quite impressive. That is a statement, right? About two weeks' notice as well. Absolutely. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, it is. And the only thing I would say is a statement, but I would just say it's a two-week notice. So, I think whatever happens, for me, it's of the style of how Joshua takes him out. Um, is he impressive? Has he has he shown that, you know, he's been... He's, in the last few fights, he's done some green things, you know, and you've seen him try to improve how he when he jabs, how he switches it into the hook. <laughs> Little things like that. I want to see his education, how that's moved on. Um, but, yeah, it's it's a tough one. He can't really win, I guess, in my in my mind. But I, I definitely think Joshua's going to take him out. Yeah, I can't see how. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna get clipped. He's going to get done. And he, can, he, can he sustain the barrage of punches? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't think Takam can, to be fair, in regards to is Pulev and, and Takam on the same level, probably about the same sort of level. I don't think one's better than the other. Yeah. Um, they both come up short when they when they have major fights. Pulev against that, uh, what a what a gallant effort against, um, <coughs> you know, Klitschko yeah. came up short, but yeah. he's not going to cause any problems. Um, I think a real good fight on the night is going to be Hellenius and uh, 
Dillian White. Dillian White, though. I think that's yeah. going to be a decent, that's going to be a decent fight. What, what do you guys think about that one? Yeah, I think that's definitely going to be an interesting fight, um, especially what's at stake, you know, if we're being honest. Um, so, yeah, I, I you know, was, was any any comments? Uh, I mean, I, I, no, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be a particularly interesting fight. I mean, I remember watching Hellenius when he fought Chisora for the European title, like, a few years ago. Mm. And I wasn't overly impressed with him then, mm. you know, and... Uh, I mean, I, I can see it going to points. Yeah. You know, I don't, I can't see a knockout there. Hellenius um, was knocked out by Dopa since yeah, then, yeah. wasn't he? So, say, yeah, yeah. if anything, he slipped. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's probably coming towards the end of his career now. Surely, he's coming. He, you know, so and he's definitely going to look for the jab all night with that height advantage and the reach. Mm. Um, it's whether I think Dillian he White has a lot to, older than he is. Yeah, it definitely does, and I think it's Dillian White has to force that fight. Um, Pretty much in the same way Takam will probably try and do it against Joshua. I think he has to force the fight. Um, if he wants the Wilder fight, he needs to look impressive. If and he what goes would have been in there, not... like Dave Allen performance. Mm-hmm. A much yeah. better fight to improve this card would have been a Chisora rematch. Of course, but I don't think he wants that, does he? Yeah. He says bigger yeah, and better that, things. Yeah, that would have been... That's, that's what everybody well, like wants. Hellenius. The fans want yeah. that. The analysts want that. <laughs> everybody wants that, don't they? Um, yes. Um, I mean, the other... For the other but you, I mean, you spoke about your man, Kao fight. He's got an interesting fight. Um, mm. against the Japanese yeah. so two undefeated guys um, Ishida I don't really know much about him um, but that could be an interesting fight Japanese fighters usually have great stamina especially with the smaller the smaller weight so yeah I'm looking forward to see Kari yeah, fight put on put on a display yeah I, I am as well I think it's going to be uh, when, when a fight like this is announced you think oh, is it worth the box office but it's going to sell and um, people are going to be tuning in and I'm just really excited for this um, this night of boxing. To be fair, it's probably the last time Anthony Joshua is going to fight this year. Yeah. Um, most definitely. Um, and for him to send out a statement and, and call your fight, it's going to be it's going to be a great night of boxing. I think mm. call your fight. Looking at his record, I think he's probably going to win on points. Yeah. Um, yeah I can't see him stopping this fella. Yeah. What, what What did you guys uh, think of? I know we spoke about it in depth on on the uh, on the Friday, but. Uh, Joe Joyce's performance. Have you guys gone into that? Or? No, not yet. Good question. I mean, I was actually going to ask you what your thoughts were on on the Hay Ringstar um, event on Friday. Um, yeah, I mean, it's let's you know breaking it down. It's David Hay's first ever promotion. Yeah. Um, was it a good event? Yeah, I think it did the numbers and stuff. Joe Joyce, I really want him to do well, and, mm-hmm. and he's such a likable guy, isn't he? Yeah. You know, and you want him to do absolutely well, but it was a in my opinion, it was a bit of a lacklustre performance, mm. but there was a few, you know, this is the first professional performance of his, you know, professional career. Playing devil's advocate, you got to give him that. It's the first time he's up in there, you know, with the music and everything like that. Yes, he's been a silver medalist, and yes, he's done the World Boxing Super Series. I really want him to do well. Let's yeah. have a look and see what he's like in his second fight, maybe. Mm. But he was up against a tough opponent, a durable opponent, in Ian Lewison. And I saw Ian Lewison leaving the arena on, on the Friday mm. and uh, he looked he looked terrible. He looked yeah. really worse for wear. Um, it, it was really bad. It was a one-sided beating, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was um, quite critical of Joyce's got... performance when we were at the event, but having reflected on it, I'm, I yeah. think yeah. that I was discrediting him slightly because it's easy to watch and criticise, but when you put it into the into perspective properly, exactly. you know, he's he's taken on someone who is at British level. If you compare him to the likes of Sam Sexton, Correct, he's, yeah. he's definitely at British level. Yeah. So he's done that on his debut. You know, there could have been nerves. There could have been yeah. lots of factors that yeah. we don't account for on a debut. So it's his first fight under Besides Ishmael. Besides that Sanders. telegraph left hook, yeah, you know, it's, it's a good point. Like Dillian White... <laughs> you know, when 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 a good few rounds with this guy yeah. until the yeah. fight will stop. Exactly. You know, this is his first yeah. fight. You know, this so he's got to be looked fight. at in relative to exactly. you know what this guy's done before. Yeah, I mean, I and think Lewis and had shorter notice against White as well. I think what happens is typically when you're linked to sort of names like David A and that PR machine that's mm-hmm. behind you, I think people will be overcritical at times. Um, but I think, like you guys said, um, I think it was a durable opponent in Lewison. Um, I think the, the what what I would say that impressed me from Joyce is that actually he seems to have a bit of a chin. He took a few shots. He took a few big right hands from Lewison. <laughs> yeah. And he didn't really yeah. seem massively wobbled. So that's interesting because usually in most fighters, first three or four fights, their chin doesn't even get touched. So yeah. the fact that he took a few punches from Lewison was impressive. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to dive into that. But yeah, I think all round, I think, yeah, it was a it was a good night for Haymaker and look forward to seeing what they're going to do. Yeah. So listen, Dove, we're going to move on. Um, but thank you for your call again. Um, appreciate the support. And we'll catch up soon. Are you in Cardiff on Saturday? 
Um, no, but I'm going to, I think I'm going down on the Friday, on the Thursday. The Thursday, for the, all right. Uh, for the Perfect, practice. yeah, from so there. Follow us on the, on the boxing. Definitely. And, uh, and me personally on at Punch Out Boxing. Five guys. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks. Are you guys there? Or? Yep, I'm there. Uh, probably Thursday. We're definitely there Saturday. So I'm sure you can hear us via your phone, through the phone. All right, we're going to 041. 041, the floor is yours. Uh, hello? Oh. 041. You don't want to talk? Hello? Uh, yeah, hello? Hello? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Who's speaking? Yeah, how are, you, how are you guys doing? Yes, we're fine, thank you. Who's on the phone? I'm saying no. Okay, okay. It's, it's William from West London. Oh, yes. What's going on, William? Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, um, everyone knows, everyone, everyone is, is, is um, saying the same thing about AJ is going to knock him out and all that, right? Yep. For me, personally... I was, I was a bit disappointed about the PF guy pulling out and everything. So so I can't I I couldn't get a refund. I, I got my ticket to, for Cardiff. I couldn't cancel it, but I'm still going out there because I've cancelled my hotel. My, my, I've cancelled my hotel. I'm expecting to see AJ knock this guy out as quick as he can, and I'll get back to London because basically he can't go out there. And try and, and and try and put on a show, or or or, or try and, and try and and delay whatever's going to happen. Because if he's really serious about showing Dante what he's about and everything, it's not his fault that he's uh, that that they put this guy in front of him. I need to see the guy show his ruthlessness. I'm not saying that you go in all gango and all that sort of stuff. He needs to go out there, do a job on this guy, and I'm get, I'm getting my ass back to London. Yeah, fair, fair point. Otherwise, I'm disappointed. Otherwise, you ain't got a hotel room for the night. <laughs> Tom's got uh, a question for you. Uh, as someone who's going to the fight, are you disappointed now? Because obviously, there's been a lot of changes in the card as well, as well as the fight. <coughs> we had the news with uh, Buglioni <laughs> only yesterday, I think that was, and then obviously there's been a lot of other changes on the card. So, has that disappointed you, or is it mainly you know you're going there for Joshua anyway? So it's more about the Takam fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it was re- for me. It's it really about AJ. I haven't seen him live, mm. right? But I'm for, for me. It's not his fault that he, he's getting he's getting Takam now. So I want to see AJ to say to say to me that this is Man City versus Huddersfield. Knock that guy out. Yeah. If you got that chance, don't delay. Yeah. I don't want to be seen. I, I don't want to be seen a stage fight when I go out there. Yeah. I want to see AJ. This guy is not up to, up to him. If this guy comes and there's an opening and AJ don't take it, I'll be very disappointed. Basically, you just want to, you want AJ you want to fuck up Takam. He's got Takam just on the <laughs> ring floor, man. If we go back, we think back to like late 80s, 90s, Mike Tyson, apart from like the elite opponents, when he went in, if you weren't of the right level, he smoked you in the first round. It's done. Mm, done. So I think there's nothing wrong with type, with Joshua having a bit of that aggressiveness, to be yeah. honest. I think it'll be good for us to see and that. It, I think he will probably. Like, you know, I don't think they'll be playing to the fact that, oh, I've got to give, get this like, guy a few rounds, you know. Because mm. he knows the world boxing eye is going to be on him. Yeah, yeah people are like, wild are going to be looking at this. Yeah. The whole American fans are going to be yeah. looking at this. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, William. Sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was, I, I was saying that. Yeah, yes, you're, you're right. Father, guys, everybody's going to be looking, and, mm. and, and so, so he needs to show that. Yeah, he's the boss. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's the I, boss man. So I can, I can, I can come back early, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, William. We're going to move on. Thanks for your call. Um, keep up the support. Uh, nice Thank you very much, William. Enjoy. Hey, guys, cheers. Listen, we're going to be there. Yo, so look up. Yeah, we're there. How, so how can we link? Look out for the raps on TV. Message uh, us through Twitter or Instagram. Facebook or something like yeah, that. Any of the social media, message us. But we're going to be wearing our raps on hoodies. So just look out for the raps on team. I need the selfie from, from the crew, boy. No problem, man. We've got a selfie. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. Thank you. Uh, nice, 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 nice one. All right. So we're going out to 251. 251. 
Hello. Hey, how you doing, guys? Yes, Dwayne, below the belt. How you what? doing, bro? Yes, Dwayne. How you doing? Yeah, how you doing, Kozo? Yeah, we're good. Exactly. I'm good, you yeah, good? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Man, we, hopefully we get you in l- l- next week, man. The guest this week bombed on us, man. Like, so... I think, uh, yeah. Let's like, mob, uh, mob Deep used to sing about stuff like that. Yeah, so we can't... What <laughs> 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 shock. So, uh, we, can't, we can't say nothing, but um, yeah, listen, it'll be great, yeah, if we get you yeah. in next week. But what's on your mind, bro? How you been? Um... Yeah, not too bad. Like, just keeping my eye on, on what's going on in, in the boxing world. Obviously, we're in the AJ fight week. But I just saw something random. It's a bit off topic. Um, Amir Khan calling out Mayweather again on uh, Twitter. Uh, uh, it, you uh, mean delusional Khan? <laughs> what did he say? He said, um, <laughs> on, man. he's like, I'm not one Mayweather once. I'm like, really? He's never been yeah, out of boxing in his mean, career. That's yeah, basically. he's yeah. never been out. There, there was like a... Yeah. It was a whole load of statements. Mm. Uh, it's not relevant, man. It's not yeah, about this guy, man. It's a bit, yeah. it's a bit embarrassing, right? I apologise. No, 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 no. Keep saying no, it. No, no, no. The only relevance to this is... No, uh, <laughs> no the, I'm saying... Not, Joshua. Yeah, well, not even that. It's, it's not a relevance. If you want to bring it up, bring it up. I mean, I did his. I mean, yeah, the guy's got issues. The guy's got issues. The guy's got issues. But yeah, what's I shouldn't even bro? waste time even mentioning it. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking forward to the fight. The fight that um, the main card, really, the main thing, AJ. Mm-hmm. Um, should be a nice, good defence. I think he's going to win, but I don't think we should underestimate Takum. I mean, he could kind of... Like, you know, the inside boxing game. I haven't really seen someone present AJ with that kind of challenge. So, yeah. you never know. You know, he's a bit of a solid puncher as well. Hmm. So I expect AJ to win, but it might be a harder fight than 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 the majority think. Yeah, this is what I'm saying because you know he's done the rounds with people like Parker, you know, and and people yeah. like Povetkin. So what what evidence do we have to say two AJ weeks notice? No, 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 no. For me, it's just a two weeks notice thing. I think. But bear in mind, he was in training though. Yeah, but it's not the same. So they say. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So, so they, say. they even if he was, he was maybe going to the gym. But still having Burger King on the side. The so, French love their Burger King. I'm that telling story you. Came out about, <laughs> that story came out straight away about Takam confronting Joshua yeah. as soon as the fight was announced. I mean. It's all, you know, you it's don't all know the hype to believe, really, you, can, you, you can tell little things that they're saying and they say, they're talking about, oh, Hassim Rachman beat Lennox Lewis. Do you remember that? And, you know, they try to bring all this relevant history. Which, trying to sell it. Yeah, trying to sell the fight. For me, if it wasn't too, if it was a full camp, I would say, you know what, Joshua still wins, but he's got to be careful of this guy's right hand. But I mean... I just don't see it. With two weeks I mean, notice. Well, how we do you history prepare? There, don't forget, we're going to have some history with Sarah as well. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I mean, who who could who could Takam have been sparring three weeks ago to prepare him for Joshua? But likewise, don't forget. Mm, yeah, right, I was, I was listening to Bunts today. Right, mm-hmm. how much sparring oh. has Joshua had mm. with an opponent like Takam? He's been sparring to fight someone like Pulev, yeah. yeah? yeah and Bunce yeah. done some calculations, yeah? He yeah. said, basically, top whack, we could have only have done about 40 rounds yeah. sparring for someone like Takem. Yeah. He is not really prepared for that fight. It's a completely different fight, yeah. man. I think, I think you're right. He's not prepared, yeah. but I think the levels of a, in terms of the fighter. Joshua, really, if he's IBF, WBA champ, he should be levels above Takem. IBO, mate. Abio as well. You better yeah, yeah, remind you that's a serious bill. So I don't know. In my mind, I'm just thinking it should be levels. But listen, Dwayne, we're hijacking your call, man. Apologies. No, no problem, man. No problem, man. I'd like to be part of the conversation. But yeah, um, but yeah, basically, really looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Uh, and Dillion see what White? 2018 brings in the heavyweight division. I know you got the interview with Dillian White as well. So, I mean, did he give you any exclusives or anything in regards to this fight? Yeah, we're going to. Yeah, we're going to be dropping a few more chunks of that interview. It was a, it was a pleasure to have uh, Dillian on the platform. Um, but he, he, he's a real natural, isn't he? He's nothing scripted. He just says it how he sees it, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, even with, with, with that, like, as soon as you mentioned Dillian, the first thing I think of is, is the Wilder fight. Like, I, I don't even know if there's something to discuss at the moment. But Don't mention that to Cody. I don't know if he's taking that fight. Really? Do you think, do you think he's... Okay. Do you, so do you think if White okay so do you think if White lost to Hellenius Hellenius deserves the Wilder fight yeah no I think come on man you know the reason why alright put it this way the reason why I think okay. why Wilder should take the White fight is because basically we know that it's all about the UK scene especially for heavyweight boxing because obviously AJ's here mm-hmm. even um, you've got another champion uh, Parker saying that he's going to base himself in the UK because Joshua so I'm thinking Wilder he wants the AJ fight so much that it would have been good for him to introduce himself <laughs> to the UK um, audience by fighting white. 
a previous AJ opponent. I think that's not going to happen, though, well man. Known. The Eagles have spoken, right? The yeah. Eagles have spoken, mm. right? Lou, Lou, Lou de Bella. Lou de Bella has made a statement saying, like, who does Hearn think he is dictating to us who we're going to fight? That's right. You know, right? And Wilder's like, <laughs> you know, it's massive Eagles you're talking about. He's going to be like, sorry, you are telling me I have to fight someone to fight him to tell us who's best. That ain't fighting happening, man. Um, I, so, you know what? I will say, so what, <gasps> I, I mean, it's a good point you brought up there, Dwayne. I don't feel that um, the whole four million pound thing in the past or whatever it was, I don't think Wilder should have been held to ransom. I think now Ortiz has pulled out. I do think he's going to have no yeah. choice but to fight White next year because I think what's going to either happen is he's going to have to, he's going to basically take their offer, which is Matchroom's, or he's going to get the mandatory purse. And I think Matchroom will put the money behind that. So I think he's going to have to face him. Um, for me, I just don't think it's excusable that Joshua would allow Wilder's next fight. You know, they're both fighting within the same three, two, three week period. Their next fight should be against each other. I, th- I do not feel it's acceptable that he should fight White and Joshua fights Parker. I think those two can fight and then let Parker shit himself knowing that he's got to face the winner of Wilder and Joshua. <laughs> so that's my opinion, but... Yeah. But to be honest, like the story's better though, isn't it? If if well, The Wilder-Joshua story should be <coughs> the king of the heavyweights. Yeah. yeah. Who, who has all the belts. Yeah. I, yeah? I, you see what I'm trying to say? Exactly. So that Parker fight does make sense, you know, because if he's got the three belts and Wilder's got that last one, you know, it's the coming together of the kings. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Is that what I'm saying? What you, don't want, what you don't want is that story where they fought AJ Wilder's got, and then they're gonna go and fight Parker to become. A, you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't look right. Yeah, I, don't, I think. Oh, yeah. You know what I think though. You see what yeah. I'm saying? I think that you got to bear in mind that Eddie Hearn he's looking at it from a strategic point, thinking if, for example, um, he's looking at two two wins. If White somehow beats Wilder, then he can set up the White AJ rematch. He's got all the belts. Like that'd be a massive, massive fight. Mm-hmm. Or if White if White lost to Wilder, he still basically had White fight. He still got the money or the revenue that it would generate just that fight alone, and then he can market the the AJ fight to the UK audience. Because people like ourselves, that we're boxing purists, we know who Wilder is. But I'll be honest with you, a lot of casuals don't actually know who the hell Wilder is. Yeah, and I agree with that. Um, and I would say I think you could also. I mean, for me. Yeah, it's difficult to kind of say to me or to convince me that him fighting White is going to really increase his profile, especially if the Wilder AJ fight happens, it's going to happen in the States. So, a quick point. It's something I've just been a bit of like tongue-in-cheek as well, putting out in Facebook. Yeah, is yeah. there 50-50 about Theresa May? He's pro, pro, pro Joshua. Long, uh, Joshua you know, defender. Lord, <laughs> Alan Sugar even says something today, yeah? Like, you know, there is no business sense that says Wilder should get 50-50 split. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be like a Pacquiao yeah, thing, like a 60-40? I hope not, but it might be. I think most likes to be like a 60 yeah, split, isn't it? Oh, I think AJ's it could be, be 65. Five. I think it could be 60. I think, look, there's yeah, reason for I, think it's a bit, I don't think Wilder is. 65. Yeah, 65. I, don't, I can't say it'd be 70 30. That's no, 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 no. 730 is too much. But I think, yeah. look, 65 35, I think it's hard. If they made that fight next year, May, I think it's hard to argue. I think, Josh, to me, Wilder's got a very slim legs to stand on to say he needs 50 50 in that fight. It's, it's, it's not a 50 50 fight. Yeah. Not now, anyway. Uh, could I just add to that as well, Kojo? I couldn't yeah. agree with you more. Because you've got to bear in mind, yeah? Mm-hmm. When's the last time Wilder's had a pay-per-view fight? Yeah, that's true. He's never had a pay-per-view fight. Like, he yeah. can't... He can just about barely fill out the stadiums. I don't think he's ever had one. I don't, I don't yeah, know if the Stavern I mean, was so a just pay-per-view fight. Yeah, he no, might no. not have been. Yeah, you're He's right. never had a pay-per-view fight. Nah, yeah. well, Mate, top back, I think he's only earned about $1.5 million. I think he's earned more than that. He's got a lot. Povetkin was supposed to be $5 million. Yeah, yeah, off the back of life. He's got a lot less options as well. You well, know, because no, uh, Joshua's got the options over here with. Yeah. Like you know what? I'll tell stuff. you what this is. Yeah, I tell you. I tell you what Wilder's story is, and this. This is. I'm telling you. This is the truth. Yeah, he told me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. So what's happening? It's, it's a late night dream. Yeah, it's yeah. a late night dream. Yeah. <laughs> now, so what happened? Right, he's come and seen. He stepped into Wembley. Now, mm. think about this. Right, mm-hmm. you're a fellow boxer. You're a fellow top of the range boxer. Mm-hmm. And when you see that, you see yeah. you're, you're going to be a bit jealous, right? Come on, let's be real. I don't know, man. Come on, man. You're seeing that mm. Wembley, thousands of people screaming mm. AJ's name, the whole spectacle. Mm-hmm. It was brilliant, right? He's going to be a bit jealous yeah. of that, right? He's gone back, right? He's, he's saying things like, look, man, why doesn't the USA love me? What is that? That's basically, I think, a direct thing to say, why don't you love me? Like the UK loves, loves Joshua. Yeah, but I think it's yeah. Funny. You see what I'm trying to say? But I think he wouldn't be the only fighter to say that. I think any fighter around the world, if you're not British, I mean, in fact, even in Britain, you, only Joshua's in that position right now yeah. that can feel Wembley. Yeah, so every fighter's going to feel like that. Yeah. So, 
I just think, for me, I think it's the question. And I really think he just wants a big fight. I think because of the criticism that he takes, he knows defeating AJ gets rid of all of that. The same way before Joshua fought Klitschko, the criticism that were being flung at him after Klitschko, it had to be put to bed. He's fought a big name. Do you see what I mean? So yeah, I, I yeah. think he's trying to erase yeah. those demons. That's how I feel. I mean, I Wilder. think this is more about money than legacy for Wilder. Come on, no, man. I think it's about legacy. Really? No, yeah. I think it's about money Come for on, man. Because you're talking about 100 so why mil, man. why would White? <laughs> Dillian White's four mil. Exactly. Right? But you're saying... But He's going to make everyone, at least 50 to 60 every, to 100 mil for this, man. that Dillian White was going to be his biggest payday. So if it was all about money, he would have just taken a payday <sighs> and beat up Dillian White. Listen, listen. What I'm trying yeah, to say here yeah, is... Dillian White and four million is insignificant compared to fighting Joshua and the 50 to 60 to 70 million. Yeah, but you that's not... Yeah, that. yeah, but you guess what I'm saying. You're not. It's not consistent because Matram is saying... The fight isn't a big fight now. Let's marinate and let's wait and let's draw it out and hype it up. Uh, look, look, we know so that means if, if, yeah. if he was, we, we if he was serious about the money, then yeah. he'll be like, I agree with you. Let's wait it out. Let's draw it out. But he yeah. wants the fight now. Yeah. And I, I think, think it is because it's legacy. From a business I, point of view, listen, it doesn't yeah. make sense and to you, draw it out. Dwayne, we just, just had to well. That's what I think. Yeah, no, go ahead, mate. Sorry, sir? No, no, no. I was just going to say just to add really that I think if Wilder and his team were thinking more strategic... Like we've all just said, yeah, the, the, the Dillian White fight's going to be his biggest payday and that would naturally lead on to the AJ fight. So he's going to win from, from, from a strategic point on both fights. I can't understand why I think, nah, I'm not going to take the White fight, I'll just wait for AJ. You might not, you might not get that AJ fight anytime soon. Maybe he thinks it's too risky. But then I do think, see, I think, it's, I think we're looking at it wrong because we're here. See, exact, everything you said there, Dwayne, I'll say it's because he wants the AJ fight now. What's the point of waiting for AJ if you've got a if you're a WBC champion, green and gold, you own a belt, you can say, listen, let's fight now, let's show the world the best versus the best. I think it's got to be that he sees white as a risk. I think so. Yeah, I think so because we're gonna bear in mind, coach. Yeah. yeah, like before the whole AJ. F- See, I Let me just say one thing because I'm gonna ask. I got. Yeah, I got to say this. If Joshua and Wilder to to fight the end of this year, who wins? I think Joshua, man, and Tom. Uh, I think Joshua wins. Right. So everyone's that the guys that say Joshua wins believe Wilder should fight White first. What sense does that make? Right, okay. Um, no, no, no. Just answer the where, where's the sense. Why, in that? why, why I say this? If you think Joshua can why beat I say him, this is why this. should he fight White? Why, why, why I say this is this? First of all, who was Joshua's 18th opponent? That's not the question. No, 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 That's please. not an answer. That's not, a question. No, 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 I'm coming Listen, to Listen, Dwayne, we're no, going no, no, to move on here to another caller. Right, thank you for your support. Yeah. Okay, you know what the answer is. You know what the next question is. What was Wilder's 18th opponent? Listen, we're going to go out to zero one two. Come on. You're talking about opponents when somebody started their career five, six years before Joshua. Wilder turned pro 2009. Joshua turned pro 2013. Come on, guys. Still, man. So, so clearly terms, he's going to yeah. have. So clearly he's going to have more opponents. The heavyweight scene. Let's be honest. I'm not saying about more in the opponents. Last but if you look years, at back to back, <laughs> in the last two years, opponents. in the last two <laughs> years, yeah. okay. But in the last two years, okay. You, everyone says that. All right. So what about Mike Tyson then? Is is Joshua better than Mike Tyson? By the time Joshua, by the time Mike Tyson was Joshua's age, he was unified linear heavyweight champion of the world. Fair enough. So this is what I'm saying. You've got to be relevant, not intangibles, guys. Yeah. All right, listen, 012, we're coming out to you. I told you heavyweight debates get, get <laughs> interesting. Zero one two. Hello. Hi mate. Hi mate, it's Joe. You're How are you right? doing, Joe? You well? We're saying Joe. You're right, Joe. Yeah, good, good. What's on your mind, bro? You literally just ended on the subject I wanted to talk about. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> the subjects never end, mate. We keep on rolling. <laughs> what do you want to say? Yeah, I said it in... Just basically, um, there's no, even though Joshua is a lot more... He's not as, not had as many fights as Wilder and so on. <coughs> there's no debating who the biggest star is. Cause mm-hmm. British boxing, basically, it's got all their eggs in one basket with Joshua. He's, he's our main man, and... Wilder isn't even relevant in the States, never mind relevant in the UK. So to, for people to argue it's a 50-50, and I'm not Joshua's biggest fan, but mm. there's no chance Deontay yeah, Wilder deserves 50% of that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I would agree. I mean, I, I think you see. I don't even know if he's not even know if he sells out in his hometown. But that's the thing, isn't it? It's yeah. such a massive difference in who drives the money, yeah. right? But that's one factor. But the second yeah. factor, you know, the other thing you'll take into account is this. When two names come together, it brings a bigger market, right? Exactly. When you get 100 mil yeah. fights, not, you know, look, AJ's fighting Takem. He's getting 20 million, right? So if he's fighting Wilder, they're both going to get serious money. It's going to be like 150 million fight. So, Clearly, a lot of that's to do with 
AJ Wilder. All right, so yeah? this exactly, and that's my and also, so AJ got twenty million for Klitschko. Mm. If he gets, if if you're saying it's a hundred million fight versus Wilder, it's also his biggest payday, no? Yeah, hundred percent. Both of them. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, but me, that's what I'm saying. I'm definitely not saying fifty. For me, sixty-five. 50 not many. Yeah, not many good. big money fights in that division. Yeah, yeah. I think for that's Joshua, outside of that's Joshua, because he's the main man, he can yeah. generate money. But there's not, there's not big there's money fights in that division. There's, there's only really, unless Tyson Fury comes back, there's no money in, in the division. I don't think, apart yeah. from Joshua. I do you think? Fair point. Do you think Joshua would consider going to America? Well, he said he's going to put that off as well. Mm, yeah, but you think about it, mate. And if he does go to America, still the only name people are going to clamber for is is Deontay Wilder. If he fights, yeah, if he listen. fights Deontay Wilder and beats him, who in the, the division the way it is at the minute, who else has he got to prove against? Exactly. Because he'd, he'd run through Parker. Exactly. I'm pretty convinced he'd be, he's, he's going to beat Wilder anyway. Um, but if he does go to America and beat Deontay Wilder, I don't know what else. He, got to prove. No, no, he might as well. He might as well have beat Wilder. Here. Well, I was going to, to be honest, I was going to say, he beat, if he beats Wilder, whatever, it doesn't matter. He can still fight whoever he wants because people are always back him and his records coach. is... Oh, mm. don't worry, we will at the time. Um, and the, his records <laughs> will just keep going on. But my point is, we're focusing on somebody who wants the fight instead of the person that doesn't want the fight. I think yeah. that's why I'm just saying where the fanboyism goes a bit crazy and everyone's like, is it 50-50... Oh, should he say this or why doesn't he do this? Why doesn't Joshua just fight Wilder? Yeah, I agree. One, I agree. Listen, two. all dogs aside, look, that's the fight, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah let's be fight. real. Yeah, that's the first thing. The second thing is as well, fight, right? Fight, yeah. You know, I mean, Joshua makes statements like this. I want to break down and see if it's genuine and true, right? He said he doesn't want to go to America because he wants to reward his fans yeah. for all the years of loyalty that they've shown him. <laughs> Right, he how much w- is it for ringside? Yeah, yeah, so he, yeah. So he doesn't want them to spend their money to go to a flight to America because he wants to have the chance to give them tickets, like he said, to friends and family that you know from his area, so they can have a couple of hour drive to a stadium to see him fight. But then you got the massive contradiction, I know exactly what's coming here. and you got the massive <laughs> contradiction of ticket prices at ten times the face value. Right? How do you reconcile <coughs> that, man? You can't. How do you reconcile you I'm humble to 10 times price ticket? <laughs> you price can't. Ticket? You can't. And that's why I always say not be careful. But, you know, when they start saying, oh, this one, with the whole Eubank, Matrim said Eubank want to control the ticket prices. To me, all any pay-per-view fighter in Matrim, their ticket prices are massively expensive. This fight, I mean, I think the ringside is about 1500 when you consider how many fights have been cancelled, yeah. it's a bit of a joke. The tickets for Bell You Hey 2 are very expensive, expensive as well, yeah. It's a shambles. shambles. So, I mean, we're going to have to dig into that in terms of a debate uh, and in terms of how the fans are being ripped off. But listen, Joe, uh, appreciate your call. We've got to move on to the next one. We've got our histo- uh, historian of the Kojo, week. Kojo, yes. Kojo, can yes. I demand, demand if I say one thing uh, about Joe Joe? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, sorry. Uh, basically, I just think, as fans now, um, I think we should expect more Olympians to be facing the calibre that... Joe Joyce fought on Friday night because Good show. Good you can look at Anthony Fowler, um, look at Josh Kelly, the level these guys are boxed at, the minute they're learning absolutely nothing, in my opinion, they need to be learning sort of incrementally each fight. That's a good point. Because at the minute they're getting, they're getting to, like Luke Campbell, for example, although he did put up a fight against Linares, you build them so far and you market them so well to a point where they, they get a world title fight and then they lose because they're not ready and they've not and that's because they've not learned the trade along the way. I mean, I sound like so Josh Kelly. Thrown in at the deep end almost. I mean, Josh, Josh, Josh Kelly clearly can take the British title right now. I think mm. that's a good yeah. point. That's a, and yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, you know. hundred percent. Yeah, and even when you look at it, so we've got on this card, you've got Cordina, Akoli, and Bratsy still fighting unnamed opponents. What's the point? Yeah. You're right. Akoli, I'm not yeah, sure it's not good enough, is it? It's not, so when you, when you, when you dissect it and points. you look at... Yeah. Yeah. It's part of building their it's reputation, not though, isn't it? The brand. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's a very good point there, Joe. I think that's, that's a point that you might make call of the week if we start doing something mm. like that. Call of the week. That's <laughs> so listen, Joe, thanks again for the shout. support. <laughs> and we're moving on to Mr. Michael Angelo Serra. How are you doing, sir? Yeah, Michael. How are you guys? We're doing very well. So listen, Michael, I'm just going to set the scene for the audience. Guys... You no, know, we're just gonna. You know, I was gonna do a bit of a fairy tale kind yeah, of a bit of romantic music you know I mean? in exactly. the background. <laughs> got that right interlude ready. Um, so basically, um, Michael is gonna go back in history and educate us and make us more wise and give us references of previous fights where you know we're talking about AJ Takam 
we're going to give us an example of where somebody's been call, called in last minute and calls an upset. So, Michael, the stage is yours. Right. Yeah, thank you. Uh, well, you know, I mean, we can go back all the way to, like, the famous film with Russell Crowe, the Cinderella man, James J. Braddock. He wasn't meant to be, meet the, beat the clown, uh, Maxie Bear, you know, but he did. Um, even before then, back to John L. Sullivan, you know, th- those fights, you know, James J. Corbett, he wasn't supposed to, this was the first ever World Heavyweight Championship fight under the Marquis of Queensby rules, you know, the gloved rules. Um, and, you know, John L. Sullivan, he got beaten 21 rounds by James J. Corbett. You know, that wasn't spent, meant, to, meant to happen. Um, you know, going a bit more near, you know, um, sort of like, you know, Muhammad Ali, uh, Cassius Clay, as he was known then, against Sonny Liston. He was going to get murdered against Liston, but, yep. you know, um, Floyd Patterson, Ingemar Johansson, you know, Patterson was supposed yeah, to be this Ali Swedish and guy. Yeah. You know, Ali yeah. Foreman, you know, Ali versus Leon Spinks. Leon Spinks did the unimaginable, you know, and, and further, like, you know, bringing it more up to date, you know, um, obviously Mike Tyson Douglas. I mean, you say about last minute substitutes, there's not very many that I can actually think of, but. One guy that comes to mind uh, was um, Evander Holyfield. He was going to fight Mike Tyson in 1991, defending his title against Mike. And um, Tyson pulled out with a rib injury. In stepped the former WBO uh, heavyweight champ, Francesco Damiani um, of Italy. He pulled out, and then in stepped a guy called Burt Cooper. Now, Burt Cooper, he was a protege of Joe Frazier's. Mm. And... Um, that fight, he, he caught Olifield, and Olifield was gone. I mean, but Olifield, he just sort of like recuperated his, you know, and, and he fought his way back into the fight and stopped Cooper. But that that was that's a classic example. That wasn't actually an upset, but it almost was. Um, what just just getting um, sort of like into um, about like you know the mid nineties, like the about ninety three. I mean, in uh, there was a film, Tommy Morrison. Um, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Was starred in the film Rocky Five, yeah. yeah, and he boxed a guy in the film called uh, his name was Union <coughs> Kane. Well, his real name is Michael Williams, and um, he earned a lot of rave reviews for uh, outboxing Mike Tyson before the Trevor Burbick fight. So, Michael, now the thing is, yeah, yeah, Michael, what 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 um, comparisons can you draw in history, like to say, does Tekam actually well, have a chance? Uh, well, yes, he does. Okay, so yeah, mean, you know, give us some examples I, throughout I, I history where this has happened, like Buster Douglas and Tyson. He's, he, yeah, he's got the proverbial puncher's chance. You know, this is what he's got. And, you know, you look you look at some of those, as I say, Ali Foreman, you know, Ali was supposed to get murdered. But people don't re- always, they, they, they don't really break it down properly. Styles make fights. I mean, Foreman, he demolished Kenny Norton uh, inside two rounds. Uh, back in Caracas, Venezuela, um, he demolished Joe Frazier. But people going into this fight think, oh, Ali struggled with Frazier. He lost to Frazier. He struggled with Norton, you know. And then Ali did the impossible. And, you know, well, what they felt was the impossible, and he, and he defeated Foreman by KO, you know. But, you know, look at Corey Sanders versus Vladimir Klitschko. Back yeah. Now, to many, that was an upset, but to me, it wasn't. I knew Sanders was going to win, but that was... A massive upset. But can I just get back to the Morrison um, scenario yep. with this Mike Williams? He beat him in the Rocky Five film for the heavyweight championship in Rocky Five. Um, about '93, he beat George Foreman. Morrison did to become the WBO heavyweight champ. Um, anyway, and, and funnily enough, that night he slept in Elvis Presley's bed because he won the title against Foreman. That's a very <laughs> true story. But anyway, he was fighting Michael Williams in real life. Um, you know, they say life imitates art, art imitates life. Anyway, um, I don't know what happened. Williams was in the dressing room. He was pretty much gloved up. And all of a sudden, it, <laughs> he pulled out the fight, literally. And this is a very true story. So they needed an opponent, uh, you know, that night. And luckily enough, there was a journeyman fight by the name of Tim Tomaszek, And he was in the crowd and he volunteered and <laughs> the WBO sanctioned it. You know, they, they let him fight for the, I mean, Obviously, I think he got stopped in four rounds. But that's just, um, you know, something that I, I had to tell you. But, um, you know, you go on about, you know, as I say, um, Tyson Douglas, you know, is, is, is obviously a, was a massive upset at the time. I mean, Tyson was supposed to fight Donovan Razor Ruddock in the November of 89. What happened was Mike pulled out with flu, but he was spotted in a nightclub. So he was un- he he wasn't really 
taking the, the, it seriously. Um, Douglas, going into that fight, uh, obviously he got installed. Uh, that fight was made for February of 90, and he, he pulled off the um, impossible, you know. And, you exactly. know, and the rest is history, Michael. So listen, Michael, we're going to have to... So appreciate that contribution. Um, definitely feel a lot more wiser. They say you learn something new every day, and I think I've learned about two yes. new things about the world of boxing. <laughs> um, so look forward to your installation next week. Um and uh, yeah, I guess I'm, before I let you go, I'm going to ask your prediction. Who will win, uh, Takamo well, or Joshua? I don't think it's a foregone conclusion. When, when you've got anybody who weighs 200 pounds, they can punch. I mean, I've looked at his record only today, this Takam guy, and he is a bit of a puncher. I mean, he's he went a distance with Parker, so he's no he's no pushover, you know. Okay. Um, obviously, the, the smart money's on Joshua. Um what rounds? I've got to say Joshua. Um, I think Joshua in seven rounds, but I wouldn't be entirely surprised if, if Tacken wins. Okay. I really, I, you know, there's always, can I just say, there's always, it seems, every few years, there seems to be an heavy, a, a, an heavyweight upset. And okay. we haven't had one in quite a while. Fury so Klitschko? Knows, but I'm going for Joshua. All right, but I won't Sorry? debate. I was going to say Fury Klitschko. I thought that was an upset, but I won't debate. Yeah, that was, that was an upset. Yeah. There was no way I could see how Fury could have won there, that There fight, we go. He's spoiled, yeah. he grabbed, blah, blah, blah. But he's coming back in the new year. So, you know, the heavyweight division, it is alive. I mean, so I think you called it before, you know. He said that, Michael. You know, Michael, oh, sorry, yeah. I'm gonna to have to cut yeah. you there, mate. Sorry. Listen, thank you yeah, again for cool. your support, and problem. we look forward to speaking yeah, no with you next week. Take Michael, care, Michael, and no make sure Thanks, you, make sure everyone tunes in next week for Michael's history. I was gonna say Michael's history hour because it's not gonna get an hour, but mm-hmm. Michael's history session. Yeah, perfect. So listen, we're gonna quickly blitz through the rest of the fights that we haven't. So Tom, yeah, we had two great cards this weekend: the Burnett Zakianov, and we had uh, the Josh Warrington. Jaylan, Sealand fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, a lot of cri- I heard a lot of criticism about Burnett's performance, saying that he got hit too much and they weren't impressed. Personally, mm. I thought Burnett was really impressive in there. I thought that he showed that he had the skills to deal with someone like Zakianov, whether it was and and yeah through yeah. Br- like brute strength or through his technique. And yeah. I thought you know Lee Haskins obviously isn't the very elite level in that division, mm. but he comfortably used his technique in that fight. And here he's taken on a really rugged fighter. Yeah. And he outdid him at his own game. As in the first couple of rounds, he tried to he tried to outbox him. Yeah. And then he just thought, no, I'm going to take you on. And he did it exactly. Yeah. And I think it was the scorecards yeah. were wide, but he I definitely so. won that fight. Yeah, I, 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 I would agree with you on that. Yeah, I, I wasn't disappointed. I thought it was a good kind of total and back and forth, total total scrap. Yeah. So um, the Box Nation card... Warrington, Barrett? Uh, Warrington, you know, the thing, I wasn't that impressed because I think this guy looked to me just looking to for a way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, what's his name? Dennis Salen, I think. Yeah. Dennis Salen, you know, like, um, I mean, Warrington isn't a guy that's got real knockout power. You Definitely know, so the fact not. Yeah. Stop, this guy says it all. Um, but it set up a mouth-watering prospect with Selby. I think there's rumours out there that Selby doesn't want the fight because he wants the Frampton fight. But I think it's a big fight. I think There's well, no harm in Selby taking uh, the I fight. I think the Warrington no, fight is a big so. fight, you know. Yeah. Sell that crowd. Uh, I think he Rose. needs to be active as well. Come on, mate. It boosts his profile, exactly. doesn't it? Exactly. Because you know? he's, he's lost at the and moment. And once he beats Warrington, all that's left really is for Frampton to fight him in the UK. Mm. You know, yeah. I really don't see what the issue is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of options, but I think there should be no reason. I think his career's moving on now. He's had, He's been very idle the last 18 months. Get that Warrington fight on. Um, one of the fighters of that night that impressed me was uh, Zelfa Flash Barrett. Um, mm. He fought Cornell. Um, Cornell, Cornell. Um, Good fight, um, finished him well. Um, I was actually quite impressed with him. So um, yeah, looking forward yeah. to seeing what he does. I was impressed with Barrett. I'd like to see him against someone, you know, someone of the Zakianov style yeah. against Barrett. I think could cause him problems yeah. potentially because yeah. I'm not sure if he has the power yeah. to keep someone away. I yeah. think he's very good at a British level, but I think I'm not sure how I far know. he yeah. might go. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think what I liked from him was his punch variety. Um, he went upstairs, downstairs. Yeah. I mean, threw some good hooks to the body. Um, he could have a uh, massive right to almost finish the fight. It's so. odd because he's been brought through at such a slow pace, really, because yeah, he's fighting for an English title in his, what, is his 21st fight or something? Yeah. He's only fighting for an English title. It's, it's something odd about that, really. Yeah. It's the Frank Warren thing as well, if you ask me. But anyway, we won't go into that. So, um, your fire's fighting this guy, Ashida. Um, that's taking place on the undercard of um, uh, Joshua Takam. So, I tried to do a bit of research, as you would expect, Um Japanese guy Ashida, can you imagine his last two fights were against debut opponents? So he did yeah, a Mayweather. Yeah. 
this I mean, is, what the hell is that This about? is what I mean. I mean, I saw commentary on this. Like, you know, people saying, like, what is it these days? Like, people can get world title fights so easily. Yeah. You know, so I know he's got an unbeaten record and that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's, it's these things that make, like, the card poor. Yeah, I mean, he's got an, and he's got an unbeaten record against his last two fights with guys making their debut. I mean, no. of course you're going to have an unbeaten record. Yeah, you know? Yafar is a ridiculously huge yeah. favourite for that fight. Yeah, I, understand. Yeah. I mean, he's and he's a good fighter, so hopefully you want to see him uh, doing more moving on. Um, all right, one of the fights we didn't actually dive into, but we, I think we should, if we can, chew through the bones. White versus Helenius. You expecting in? Who, do you, who are you picking to win, Tom? Uh, I think White will win by stoppage in the second half of the fight. I think that Helenius, I think, the, to White's credit, you know, he's got an amazing will to win. And I think that he'll grind Helenius down and he'll give in eventually. I think that White doesn't have that one-punch knockout power, but I think that Helenius will crumble over time. Yeah, I mean, I have to be honest... Um, I don't think Helenius is an exciting fighter. I think it is a good test for White. I want to see how he comes out and, and, and takes this fight. Um, I want him to take it by the scruff of the neck, you know, put the pressure on Helenius, get inside his chest. You know, he's, he loses in terms of the reach, so he needs to be fighting in the pocket. Um, I think it's also an opportunity to him to prove why he should take that Deontay Wilder fight. Um, I think if he doesn't get a stoppage here... I think he's poor, if I'm being honest with you. I'm uh, also going to yeah, pick yeah, White, definitely. but I think I think he's going to be a boring points. I, I think it's going to be a points decision, actually. Yeah. You know, because this guy's gone 12 rounds with people like Chisora, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I know Styles make fights, but again, it was really kind of similar thing as Chisora, White. Thing. And, you know, I think this is quite tough, man. Yeah. I, think, I think we could make it and 12 not, rounds. And I think there's, there are difficulties. I think it's whether White is, you know, he's got to come out of the blocks, the starting blocks. I think if he tries to evade the jab first two yeah. rounds I think the fight's going to go past him because Helenius he's going to try and work that we jab. have seen White does try and do that as well yeah, it seems so a lot of the time he seems to try and show off exactly. his new boxing technique that, that he's, he's developed saying. but yeah. we're yet to see it Pull it away White no one wants to see it no one wants to see it so <laughs> we hope that we get to see that um, so Inam is going to do our winners loser of the week so Inam listen I was I was going to start with Uzi Usman Ahmed. Everyone remember Uzi Usman Ahmed? Okay, if you no. ever get a chance, you're going to see videos He's on YouTube where he does an incredible ring walk, right? And He's prancing around, He's right? He's prancing around. Yeah, it takes that. hours to get into the ring. And then someone's edited the video to put him in his fight. He gets knocked the fuck out. It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, but as I was looking at Uzi, I noticed someone else called Delroy Spencer. Mm. I want to give a big shout out to Delroy Spencer. Delroy Spencer's from Wolverhampton. Um, born in Walsall, uh, his record is 14 fights with one KO Damn. and 156 losses. Damn. <laughs> so big shout Damn. out, <laughs> big up, big up. Big up. You know, <laughs> your so your award is in the post. We're gonna yeah. find it to you at your next he, fight. He, he actually got one of his draws with Uzi Ahmed, <laughs> which you know. Kind of mm. says it all, it really. says it all, you know, like... Uh, 156 defeats. 156 losses. Damn. You know, that's... Uh, <laughs> Delroy, we're going to tag you. Hopefully, we can track you on Twitter. <laughs> get uh, you in the show. Get Give you in the show, advice. man. Call the, you call know, you've got that bounce-back ability, you know. That's what we want to know. Is like, how do you keep fighting another day, man? Yeah, and um, before we go, I just want to shout out one amazing fight this week on the Box Nation undercard, which was Leon, Leon Woodstock against Craig Poxton. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, good that was fight. an amazing fight. Really? Uh, yeah, really good fight. Back and forth the whole time. And uh, Woodstock, he t he took too many punches, but he was yeah. impressive. He's got impressive technique in there, but uh, he's definitely going to be in very exciting fights because uh, he seems to always get in these scraps. But yeah. he's got the potential to go further on, but he needs to sharpen up his defense. But uh, he's a very exciting fighter to watch. And that fight, uh, definitely one of the best fights I've seen this year. Perfect, Should we do perfect. a quick, quick review of uh, the rest of the hay, hay, hay card as well, MVP? Yeah, let's do a quick, let's go, yeah. okay, so a quick one, um, Hutchinson. Hutchinson, yeah, he looked very impressive. I think that uh, he could go a long way, Hutchinson, it's just what pace they bring him through because uh, he's, you know, he's obviously it's, in there with someone who doesn't, he's not really going to trouble him. Yeah. So yeah. We'll That's just impressive because what it is, yeah, like um, Tom is the only guy that stayed yeah. for that last fight. Exactly, you know, dedication. Dedication, man. Um, MVP, um, I don't know what to say, man. Like, it was a, it's an easy fight. You know, the guy, again, was one probably like, it could be a potential for winners and losers. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a lot of criticism the way he was handling himself in the ring, yeah. showing off and stuff like that. It was a bit disrespectful. Yeah. You know, the drunken master thing. Mm. Um, it's like we said, yeah, it's all good you're doing this now, but when you step up, 
it ain't happening. Yeah. I, I don't mean? think we'll see him in with any serious opposition, to be honest. So I yeah. think if he's dabbling in and out, you know, yeah. going back to MMA, I don't think he's going to be taking it that seriously. Yeah. I think it's more that he provides that entertainment factor. Like David Hay, he was big on saying, you know, I want people who've got the X factor. Like yeah. He has got that X factor, but yeah. I don't think we'll see him challenging so at the top it. level. And, no. and I have to say, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. I don't think we'll see him challenging um, for... Uh, top honours, um, especially the divisions that he's looking at. I think those guys yeah. will wipe him to, apart. Um, I think he's an entertainment thing. When I was in the venue, I was a little bit like, what's the point? You know, you're not going to do this against Elite. I yeah. think after having a few days to let him marinate, same, similar with the Joe Joyce, I'm like, you know what? It's entertainment. If he knocks a few guys out, it's good. But then equally, he's going to get knocked out himself. It's going to be like Emmanuel Augustus, yeah, who like was the drunken master. Yeah. He fought Floyd Mayweather, very similar style, good eye-catching style. But his record didn't match. So yeah. I just see him having a, a similar you know, career. The thing is, like, you know, the boxing crowd is knowledgeable, man. There's only yeah. so many times they're going to allow poor position. Joe Joyce? Know? Joe Joyce, listen, it's, look, we covered that already. I think, you know, there's a lot of criticism on the night. But I, th- I think, you know, it's a good job, man. Like, he fought a tough, durable opponent for his debut. Joyce yeah. versus Dillian White. Uh, I think that's probably too early for him now. But who do you think would win? If uh, you I think, think White would win now? No, nah, I, think, I think now White would win. But I think going forward, Joyce would probably win. See, on the night when we were there, I said I think White would win. But having I reflected on it, I'm not yeah. so sure. I, you know, I, agree yeah. with you. I think the Hellen- Hellenius is going to be interesting. The reason why I say that, the way White fought against Dave Allen was poor for me. Mm. Um, the same with Ian Lewison; it was a poor fight. So actually. You never know. Um, yeah. But listen, guys, um, thank you again for all for your call, all the callers, everybody listening in. Our Facebook is? Uh, Raps on TV. Our Twitter is? Raps on TV. Instagram is? Raps on TV. YouTube is? Can't remember. <laughs> Raps on TV. One, one more thing, one more thing, guys. Listen, also start subscribing to our YouTube. Yep. Listen, we'll start and do some merchandise as well, hoodies, T-shirts, all that kind of stuff. So if you're interested. Check out the website. Check out the website. And, uh, yeah, get involved. Perfect. So thank you very much, guys. Have a good week. Enjoy the Joshua fight. If you're in Cardiff, look out for that black and yellow hoodies. Black and yellow, black and yellow. (laughs) Man's not hot. (laughs) 